Calls to ban the pit bull breed of dogs have been mounting after the fatal mauling of eight-year-old Ulebukheng Musime from Mangawung in the Free State last weekend. Police reports said the child was attacked while playing alone after the dog jumped over a fence from a neighbor's house. To shed light on this ongoing issue, Times Live spoke to spokesperson for the Pitbull Federation of South Africa, Lenz Rotenbach. According to Rotenbach, one of the reasons we are seeing attacks by pitbulls is because of misinformation about the breed and specifically what it takes to own a dog breed developed for fighting. The one thing that we've come to realize is the pitbull's greatest enemy is misinformation. We are here today where we are sitting now because of misinformation, misinformation and greed. It's almost like it's willfully misunderstood than the pit bull. And this is for two reasons. One, we have on one side people who believe that these dogs are ideal guard dogs. They make perfect property guardians. The more aggressive you make them, the safer you're going to be on your property. And then we have the side that I believe personally brought us to this point. And that is a side that started in 2007 when the Michael Vick case broke. And these were the people who went out and you know, the Vic case was awful. And dog fighting, if you've seen what dog, dogs who have been fought look like, it's very easy to fall into this trap. So these people saw these dogs and saw the horror they lived. And they needed, I don't know, I suppose it was well-meaning, but very dangerous. They painted the pit bull as something it wasn't. They painted them as the nanny dog. Never in the history of the American pit bull terrier was it ever known as the nanny dog. They told the public that these were the dogs for every home. They really, really are not. They are a hard work breed. You've, you know, to own them is just such a big responsibility and commitment. What, I, what we find incredibly frustrating is the Border Collie is allowed to herd. We accept the Labrador's love of water and wanting to retrieve. We will acknowledge the Rottweiler and the Bulbul as a fantastic guardian. Yet the American Pit Bull Terrier who was initially developed for bull baiting. And then when bull baiting became illegal, these dogs sort of evolved then onto the pit fighting gladiators that we know today. The American Pit Bull Terrier in its current format, in its modern format, was developed for one thing only, and that was dog fighting. They are a fighting breed. It is who they are, and it's an awful thing to have to acknowledge and we do not condone dog fighting. It is barbaric and there's no place in society for it. But in order to understand the pit bull and for the pit bull to stand a real chance, people who love these breed, this breed or who are claiming to love them have to accept you own a dog who was genetically engineered to fight other animals. But the one trait we do not accept, and it is a serious breed fault, you just need to read the ADBA, the American Dog Breeders Association's Heritage Breed Standards to see that we do not condone human aggression. But because temperament is inherited and this breed took off, everybody wanted a pit bull, people started breeding these dogs for profit because they saw a gap in the market. They paid no attention to faulty temperaments. And so as each litter was bred and then bred again, this, this trait of human aggression crept in. Now, it's not every pit bull. Not every pit bull is a monster. Most of them are phenomenal dogs when owned responsibly. 
managed responsibly and with people who get them. And what got us here are irresponsible owners, irresponsible breeders, irresponsible rescuers, and people who were so arrogant that they couldn't see past themselves and their own dogs and gave people who caused carnage a get-out-of-jail-free card. After years of vicious attacks on citizens, including young children, activist Siswe Kupelo has called for an immediate ban on the pit bulls through a petition said to be submitted to authorities when it reaches 50,000 signatures. Rotenbach explained why a ban is not a solution, saying the Federation understands the public outrage, but said banning a breed does not work. Well, firstly, we understand why people are calling for this ban. But breed bans don't work. We just need to look at the increase in the maulings in Australia where they're banned, in the UK where they're banned, and in some states in America where they're banned. It's a false sense of security because the very people whose dogs are escaping and killing people or whose dogs are killing the domestic staff or who are killing people who come onto their property, all they're going to do is move over to the next breed. The next thing that we're going to see an increase in Rottweiler maulings. And people get these dogs because they want to feel safe, but it goes wrong. So what we're saying is don't ban them because you're going to push it underground. When anything becomes illegal or banned, it takes off. We just have to look at the first lockdown. The government banned cigarettes and the boom in the trade of illegal cigarettes went crazy. She also provided possible solutions. Regulating is the way to go. Now, the thing is, we have a law in South Africa, the Animals Matters Amendment Act. It's a 30-year-old law. It covers dog maulings. It's gazetted. It just needs to be enforced. But it hasn't been enforced. We need to question why it hasn't been enforced. And we need to question where we're going forward with this. Now, if you read your bylaws, most municipalities insisted on dog licenses. Why don't we bring that back? where you have to go onto a database as a dog owner, regardless of breed, and your dog has to be chipped. We're actually wanting to move towards DNA because a chip can be cut out. Another thing is, let's start bringing in mandatory sterilization. Unless you are a breeder who has gone through so many hoops, who has basically signed their life away for a license. So there's lots of ways when you ban to make it go away. But regulating says to people, it's great, you can own that dog, but you are accountable for everything that that dog does. And to own that dog, you have to fall in line with certain rules. And if you don't, your dog is removed and you can face criminal charges. And when, when it becomes difficult or unpleasant or uncomfortable for people, they'll stop doing it. The public outrage and mounting calls for a ban and legal action to be taken against owners of the breed have resulted in some owners handing over their pit bulls to the SPCA and other animal welfare organizations. It was reported that at least 50 pit bulls were handed over by their owners in Bloemfontein this week. The National Council of SPCA's Public Relations Officer, Keshvi Naya, said they encourage owners who are overwhelmed to surrender their pit bulls. Naya said owners of pit bulls need to accept the breed has limitations. 
SBCAs from around the country are dealing with the surrender of pit bulls. Um, and this is nothing new to the SBCA. And I think that the reason behind this is that people have heard um, the call made by the NSPCA. They've heard our messages and they're realizing that um, pit bulls are a very specific breed of dog. Um, not just anyone can own a pit bull. They realize that the breed does have limitations and that it requires people who have the expertise and the knowledge um, to properly look after the dog. Um, and they're doing the responsible thing by by surrendering these animals to the SPCA when they realize that they can no longer look after these animals or they are afraid of the animals or they realize that the animal is uncontrollable, that the animal might be a danger to their family, to the community, to other animals. So they're doing the right thing by surrendering um, the dogs or the animals to 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 the SPCA um, as opposed to um, other cruel things that could possibly happen to these animals. Society also needs to do away with this stigma or thought that the SPCA euthanizes every animal that's brought through its doors because it's not true. Every animal is assessed by a qualified professional and a decision is made in the best interest of every animal. We will never rehome an animal um, if the animal's life will be placed in jeopardy, if, it's, if it will be a risk to other animals, to other people. Like Rotenbach, she said the NSPCA calls for stronger regulations and controls with regards to the breeding and keeping of the breed. When it comes to the call to ban the breed, the NSPCA at no point said that we support the call to ban the breed of any dog. We do not support um, the call to ban the breed of any dog. Uh, what we do support and what every responsible citizen, every responsible dog owner, pet owner should support is the call for stronger regulations and controls with regards to the breeding and keeping um, of these animals, of dangerous and aggressive animals. For Times Live Podcasts, I'm Demi Bozo.